Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Chicago is the number one choke point in the American rail network with about 760 passenger and 500 freight trains traversing the large metropolitan area each day. Said another way, that's four freight railroads, Amtrak and Metro passenger railroads vying for priority in the city each and every day. Now, I bring this up because, one, I love talking about railroads, and two, this is a situation where people are working together, and I'm talking state, city, and federal officials, and they're actually making progress. The acronym is called CREATE, and for the last 20 years, they have been working together to alleviate all the bottlenecks in rail traffic across Chicago to get all this freight, all these people, and in fact, roads and highways that interact with this stuff to all work better together. Since it was launched in 2003, the Chicago Region Environmental and Transportation Efficiency Program has targeted ways to relieve freight and passenger train congestion in the nation's busiest rail hub. Estimated to cost $4.4 billion, the Greek program involves 70, 70 rail and road improvement projects in the Chicagoland area. 29 of them have been completed through about 2018. A public-private partnership among more than a dozen railroads and government agencies is pursuing the projects, which range from new tracks to grade separations to highway bridges and signal upgrades. This has all sorts of ramifications. We won't even talk about CO2. We won't talk about commuting. We won't talk about safety. All of those things, these projects will work. But here's the thing that I want to point out. 20 years. They've been working on this for 20 years and making progress, people. We say that stuff doesn't work. We say the government don't work. We say that big business can't get along. But it's happening in Chicago, of all places. And the partners include the Association of American Railroads, Illinois and Chicago Departments of Transportation, Cook County, Amtrak, Metra, BNSF Railway, Canadian Pacific, Canadian National, CSX, Norfolk Southern, Union Pacific, Belt Railway of Chicago, and the Indiana Harbor Belt Railroad. All of these organizations have committed to all of these projects, 70 projects. So far, it, we're 20 years in, 29 done. Still working on it. After all the work is completed, which will take a number of years due to additional funding needs and efforts to complete more pre-construction tasks, such as environmental studies, because you can't cut corners, the area's rail network will be able to accommodate many more freight trains. Whether you like it or not, we spend a lot of time talking about, oh yeah, if you got it, it came on a truck, and that's true. But when it comes to commodities and grain, coal, um, cement, things like that, if it's volume, it's railroads, which means they got a lot to do with the lights being on and the food on your table, getting it to the mill from the farmer. Chances are a railroad was involved. They expect by 2051, a little over, well, about 25 years from now, the revamped network will haul up to 50 thousand more trains a year they're building for the future 
Meanwhile, as individual projects are finished, passenger train delays will be eased for Amtrak and Metra, and commuting delays will be reduced for motorists and pedestrians. What does that mean? Reduction in CO2 because you're not sitting there idling waiting for a train to go by. Uh, More reliable scheduling, which means more efficient transportation for those people who may be the train, Metra, is the only way to get around Chicago. If you live in a suburb or wherever you live, this is the way to get around. And if you're a pedestrian, these uh, grade separations, basically eliminating street crossings, will be safer. Less people will die. You won't have to worry about person darting in front of what they thought was an empty track right into the path of a coming train. So fewer deaths, fewer accidents from pedestrians and motorists interacting with high-speed trains. The next major cog in the CREATE program that figures significantly to alleviate rail congestion and help area commuters, uh, this is a project within the project. And they call this the 75th Street Quarter Improvement Project. In addition, uh, the somewhat related Argo Connection may start next year before this one gets rolling. Four projects. Those four projects together, which are slated for completion year after next, is $474 million. And as projects are expected to start at different times over the next few years. Right now, the uh, Union Pacific has an RFP out for their part of this project, of the 75th Street project. Give you an idea. You talk neighborhoods. Let's talk neighborhoods for a minute. The, this 75th Street corridor runs through Chicago's Ashburn, Inglewood, uh, Auburn, Gresham, and West Chatham neighborhoods. Those neighborhoods will be improved. And I can tell you something, because they're talking about Western Avenue as part of this, Western Avenue crosses the Eisenhower, which is, takes you into the lower loop, a trip I make once a year. So I kind of know the congestion involved, at least on the rail side, and that will be significantly relieved, which is totally awesome. In addition to these four projects, you've got the Forest Hill Flyover, 71st Street Grade Separation, Belt and 80th Street Junction Replacements, and a Rock Island Connection. So there's a lot of things where they're going to reposition some things, move some stuff, elevate some railroads so you don't have to come to a complete stop. <laughs> they show a picture of four of two lines crossing each other, two going one way, two going the other way, and they cross. And they said that crossing has so many trains across it, it's the equivalent of a four-lane interstate, two four-lane interstates coming to an intersection at a four-way full stop. In terms of rail traffic, that's what it's like. They're going to eliminate stuff like that because every train that stops backs stuff up, increases the potential for danger, increases CO2, probably because there are grade crossings involved, meaning that people can't get across the tracks because the trains stop blocking the tracks. Going all of that, those go away. We talk a lot about the future. Yet, a lot of our infrastructure was built in the past. This is one series of projects. This is one consortium that's looking to alleviate. Now, you're thinking, okay, Chicago, why Chicago? It's a major bottleneck. Well, guess what? Like the airlines, (laughs) which also go through Chicago, if O'Hare goes down, the whole 
airline system gets messed up. It starts messing stuff up on coasts and everything. That's just O'Hare. If O'Hare has weather, if O'Hare has traffic, you got a problem. The railroad system's kind of the same way. If you've got a bottleneck in Chicago, it ripples through the system, regardless of the railroad you're on, because you got to go through Chicago. All paths lead through Chicago. So these projects help the nation, not just Chicago, because anytime you don't have to stop a train, anytime it can get to its destination, lower fuel costs, lower pollution, less chance of an accident because it didn't have to start and stop. The CREATE project in Chicago and the 75th Street Corridor Improvement Project, as they say, keeping the go in Chicago, and I say helping the whole nation out because this is what it takes. In this world, this is what it takes to improve. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 